Hello to everyone out there. Welcome to my How Do You Spirit podcast. This is Lori, and I'm so excited that you have taken time with me at this very moment. The purpose of my podcast is to learn from all of you about your spiritual journeys and to share it with the world so that we can learn more from each other. There are just so many ways that we practice spirituality as human beings, and I want to hear and share your stories. You can find my How Do You Spirit podcast on YouTube in full version, and then I will have clips on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. We'll also be on Spotify and other podcast services. Hello everyone. I'm so excited today. Um, I have a special guest with us. Uh, I have today rapper artist Icky Rogers. What Thank up? you for joining. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to hear your story. Me too. I'm excited to tell it. Thank you so much for having me in your space. You're welcome. Um, so today we are going to talk about Vedic and Jyotish. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Astrology. astrology yeah. So, and personally, I've never heard of this particular type of astrology yeah we talk about astrology but i really have any idea that there are so many different kinds there are yeah that's Mm -hmm. so amazing so explain a little bit first um what type of these astrologies what type are they um so basically jyotish or vedic astrology is hindu based astrology so it originated out of india um pretty much every civilization especially advanced civilizations but almost every culture has their own form of astrology so jyotish or vedic astrology is just in india's version of astrology um basically so i mean it's it's the same concepts there's different signs based off of a zodiac and the signs in Jyotish and Greek or Western astrology, which is the one that most people in the Western world are used to, okay. they're the same signs, okay. just kind of the dates are different. Um, and then there's there's a few differences. So I practice what is called natal astrology. So it's based uh-huh. on where all the planets in the solar system are at the time that you're born, the planets and constellations pretty okay. much, what constellations the planets are passing through. So basically you take that um, and you complete what is called a birth chart and it gives you kind of like a full map of these energies, you know, and how they're coming to you as opposed to most people just know like the sun sign, you know, which is pretty common. More familiar, yeah. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. but natal astrology takes into account all the planets in the solar system and how those energies are going to impact your life throughout your life. So, okay. Yeah. So have you done your own birth chart? I have, yeah. Okay. I, so initially, um... I guess we can just kind of get right into it. But yeah, I I definitely, the reason that I love astrology for me personally, I do readings for people and things like that, but I more so am interested in reading myself kind of. So yeah, I use it as kind of a a self-help technique for myself more so than I do as as far as readings for other people. Uh I will do readings for people. Um, I've done many, many, many readings, but I am these days. I mostly just like to use it to kind of guide myself, you know, guidance Mm -hmm. for for you in your life. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. So, would you say that's has it had a a big impact? Would you say on your life? Do you? Oh yeah, definitely. Like um, for me personally, I I would self describe as a pagan. 
okay. definitely a pagan. Um, I definitely worship kind of the divine forces in nature, but uh-huh. uh, when when we're getting into like the specifics, astrology specifically, natal astrology and Jyotish is like that's that's kind of my belief system. I okay. would say, yeah, okay. I definitely lean more like Hindu Hinduism, but mm-hmm. you know, Jyotish is kind of a branch off of Hinduism, so. That's that's kind of how I would self-identify. Okay. Yeah. So when you do your chart, so mm-hmm. do, have, did you do like a big, huge chart in the beginning, or do you have you kind of gone along? Like, did you want do one big chart and then like so, now have done pieces over time? Yeah. So how it works is um, the sign that's rising to the east at the time you were born uh-huh. is your ascendant sign. Which basically acts as a, it basically sets up your entire chart. So there's 12 houses in your birth chart. The sign on the first house, or the first house cusp, is whatever sign is rising to the east at the time you were born. And that's basically like, um, sets up like an entire roadmap for your life. It directs the energies into these 12 houses. And what the 12 houses represent are 12 different areas of life uh-huh. and 12 different areas of your psyche. Essentially, yeah. So from that point, you see each of the planets in our solar system are taken into account as well because they're always passing through one constellation at any given time. Mm -hmm. And so basically you see where wherever the sign is that's rising to the east that sets up your 12 houses and then each of those planets is going to be each of the planets in our solar system are going to be in one of those houses in a different constellation so everybody always has all 12 constellations all 12 signs that energy is always present in your life but depending on where your planets are that's where your energy is going to be more focused. It's going to be more of a focal point in your life. So for instance, if the sun is passing through Leo at the Uh time you're born, then you're a Leo sun. But if the sign rising to the East in the hemisphere at the time you're born, that'll be your rising sign. So they're different. And then the moon is, is transiting through a different place as well. So all that's taken into account and the planets represent something different as well. So each planet Represents, again, kind of like the houses, represents a different aspect of your personality, a different aspect of your psyche, and just different energies in the world in general. That's incredible. That's like a ton of information to remember. So how long, what made you, I guess, when did you start Mm -hmm. this? Like, what what would you say? Like, how old were you when you were like, ooh, I'm super interested in this and I'm going to do my own chart? And So I grew up in a household where my mother grew up LDS and my father was Baptist, Southern Baptist. Okay. okay. And so I, I grew up kind of in a Christian household, but um, I never personally really, it just never resonated with me, Christianity sure. or really any of the Abrahamic faiths, Islam, Judaism, or Christianity. None of those really resonated with me, so... I was always kind of looking outside of that growing up and I was always a person growing up where I really lived heavily in the realm of imagination. Okay. Um, I mean, all little kids have a vivid imagination, you know what I'm saying? But that's something that I never grew out of. And so nature and imagination were two things that really have always stayed with me. And so growing up, you know, I didn't study astrology at all. Okay. Didn't even know anything about it until I was about 17. Uh-huh. 
And for some reason at that age, I just became super curious about developing my own philosophy on life. Kind of, you know, you're exploring more. I was about to graduate high school and I remember I would go to Barnes and Noble all the time. I would slept school. (laughs) (laughs) That was your deal. (laughs) I would slept school and go across the street and get like something from Starbucks and get a coffee and look through books. And for some reason or another, I stumbled on a book about birthdays. I think it was called the big book of birthdays or the big book of relationships. And so I just like kind of started to look through it and like look up stuff about my birthday. Uh And then from that, I got into just basic sun sign astrology, Um, but really nothing in depth, just kind of basic horoscope stuff. You know, the type of stuff everybody sees all the time. time. Yeah. Yeah. And so I got into that a little bit later in high school and then kind of just put it down. And then, um, Around the time I was 24, I would say, I had some experiences happen in my life, some painful experiences Mm -hmm. that really challenged me to, like I said, develop my own philosophy and really kind of decide for myself, you know, what I feel the reason is that we're here. Yes. And so because of those painful experiences, like I said, I had always, I've always been someone who's a searcher, a student, you know, I've Uh I've always tried to find hidden knowledge or higher knowledge. Just, I've just always been interested in it, but 24 was definitely the age because of those painful experiences where I really had to look inside and then, Mm -hmm. uh, from a psychological standpoint. And then from that point I was like, well, you know, that can only take you so far. Mental health, things like that, you know, which I are very important. Of course. Um, but I also was like, well, there's, I'm a spiritual person, so I have to develop my spiritual philosophy as well. And so from, because of those painful experiences, I really just kind of wanted to know where I stood from a spiritual perspective. Uh And because of those previous experiences I had had with just browsing through those books at Barnes and Noble, I was like, well, that kind of resonated with me. So let me jump into that and see what I can, you know, uncover. And just from there, it's, it's, taken it's off. been a journey. Yeah. It's, it's taken off. That's, that's crazy. So I, I feel like that, that, you know, those books you mm-hmm. stumbled on yeah. <laughs> probably weren't so much a stumble. Mm-hmm. I think they, they were there for you at the time, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and so you could explore and, uh, you know, find out more, learn more about yeah. it. So do you read books today? I mean, you sound so knowledgeable, like you, about all of it. Do yeah. you still explore or do you um, kind of yeah. have? All the time. I'm always, I like the gurus that I studied with once I did get super into Jyotish and just basic astrology. I still will consult with them sometimes. And then I just, I'll always go back and read things that I read previously just to, you know, keep that foundation strong. So yeah, it's a, it's a constant journey with it. I'm always learning, but I'm, I'm definitely at the level now where there's not too much more foundationally about it that I could learn. It's Uh just more like different perspectives on it kind of thing. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So have you kept a journal all this time of all your, um, I guess, 
your maps or your you know know? i've i've kept other people's readings i still have the all the readings that i got from my gurus and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. all the early readings that i took of myself when i was first getting into it Uh i haven't kept a journal though i probably should have that's probably a good idea yeah but as a musician i mean songwriting and releasing music is kind of my way of journaling i always felt that way you know what i mean it's a way for me to like really analyze how I was feeling and what I was feeling at that particular time in my life. So I haven't kept a traditional journal, but (laughs) (laughs) it's in your music. It's in my music. So then I would say maybe would it be okay to say that, that that has been a big part of your music? Absolutely. Yeah. I, as a musician, even naturally as a person, I mean, I make rap, I make hip hop, you know what I mean? But it's really hard for me not to imbue some kind of like, um spiritual underlying philosophy okay. in in pieces of my music. It's not going to be the whole thing, you know what right. I mean, cuz I I still keep it, you know, cool, but <laughs> but definitely I will slip different things in. Like one of my most popular songs, um and really a song that kind of boosted my career at least locally was a song I have called Birth Chart. Oh. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, you know, like yeah, I definitely will implement it when I can and when it when it fits my mood or whatever, but yeah, it's definitely like, I don't think you can, as a spiritual person who practices, I just, I don't know. I don't think you can separate the two when you're really, really into it, you know? Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. So how how many readings have you done for people, birth charts have you done for people over the years, would you say? Um, I would probably say close to... Maybe close to like a hundred. Oh wow! Yeah, because there was a lot. yeah there was a while where I was just doing it. Um, I was working for a website, and so I would just do it for people working for this website. So people would just randomly from all around the world, you know, oh wow, pay, and then I would give them a reading. But I personally find that, like I said, with astrology, I've there's not like. You can go to astrology school. There are schools and stuff. And I studied with I a didn't teacher. Know that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Basically to become a professional astrologer, but okay. I kind of shy away from that. It's I don't really feel like it's my calling. Okay. Um, so I do personal readings at this point. I just if someone asks me, uh-huh. then I'll definitely give them a reading. Um but otherwise it's kind of something that it's like a hidden talent. I'm just like I just kind of keep it to myself and use it as my personal roadmap, if that makes sense. Yeah. But there was a while where I definitely was doing like just a lot. lot, Yeah. And how long does that take you to, to do that? Um, it takes, it, it depends on the, the person. If it's a friend or something like that, Mm -hmm. then, um, I take my time with it. When I was working for the website, I I had deadlines, so I couldn't take as long as I wanted, but usually on average, I'd say it takes a couple days to kind of, of, of focused, you know, reading, not, Uh it's not like I'm like channeling or anything like that, but just, you know, pulling up their chart, recording the different aspects of their chart and then creating like a document for them to read uh-huh. alongside the recording I give them. Yeah. It takes about two days. I would wow. Say. I might have to hit you up. Yeah, do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm very intrigued now to see what something like that, what, what that would look like for me mm-hmm. and, and how I spirit, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I'm the intuitive, the energy. Yeah. 
Um, of course, I can't do a reading on myself. Yeah. Um, but I do talk to my guides, my angels a, a lot and mm-hmm. get messages from them. So I would love that to see how that fits into to me and how I spirit. Yeah. You know, that that's crazy. Um, so what else can you tell us about this? Sorry, guys, I have to keep looking. Cause <laughs> <laughs> and Jotish, right? Yeah. Okay, I got to make sure I get that right. Well, I mean, for some people, so it's not going to resonate with everyone. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Nothing is ever universal. For me personally, the reason I gravitate, gravitated towards it was because when I did pull up my birth chart, I mean, have you ever heard of self-fulfilling prophecy? You've heard of this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like I said, I didn't pull up my birth chart for the first time or get a birth chart reading until I was 24 years old. So, mm-hmm. I'd already lived a little bit of life. You know what I mean? You yeah. kind of know who you are at 24. Yes, yes. You have a pretty good idea. And so, early when I got into it, or not got into it, but when I kind of started around the fringes to pick at it, I had my father had always um, imprinted this idea of self-fulfilling prophecy in my head. So, you know, I kind of was like skeptical. Uh-huh. But there was just things about my birth chart, about a birth chart reading that resonated so strongly that were so specific. I'll give you an example. Okay, um, yes, please. In my chart, so the moon in astrology represents something specific. Mm-hmm. It represents your internal your internal self, like your feelings, not the person you are to the world, mm-hmm. but who you are inside. Sometimes okay. that can align, you know, uh-huh. but for most people, it's a little different. There's going to be a little difference there. Yeah. So for me, when I pulled up my birth chart, it said that my moon was going to be in the fifth house. The fifth house represents entertainment, creativity, children. And so it indicated, that was like the first thing I saw. It indicated that I would, in my life, have a focus on creativity and entertainment. Okay. That's just right off the bat. Okay. So to get more specific, Uh it said that I will be known by two names. And I have two names. Yes, I have you a stage do. name. I'm getting the chills right, right now. <laughs> and my regular name. Uh-huh. Um, another, so that's just one example, like, you know, and my, your reading is full of these things. Uh-huh. And it couldn't be self-fulfilling because I was 24 years old. You know, it's right. not like I read it from a child and was like, okay, hey, I'm going to go do these things. You yes. know what I mean? They, yeah. It was already true. Uh-huh. I'll give you another example. Um in the Vedic system, there are what are called different planetary periods. So depending on when you're born, you will go through a sequence of planetary periods in your life. So it'll start with one planet and then by – it goes from basically zero to 100. Okay. So you'll start with one planet and then by the end of your life you'll be – depending on when the end of your life is. Right. It'll be a different planet. So okay. each planetary period has a different amount of time. Some are longer than others. Um, so when I pulled up my birth chart – it also gave me this list of what my different planetary periods would be for my life. Mm-hmm. And it stated that at 28 years old, I would enter into my Saturn period. Okay. And Saturn in my chart, each of the planet has different significations for different people. So in my chart, Saturn is the significator of spouse or long-term partner. Okay. So it told me that at 28 years old, Uh-oh. I would meet my long-term partner oh, and that this person would work in the music industry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And we met 
Yes. When I was 28 years old. Chills. Yeah. Chills all over my body. Oh. And he obviously works in the music yes. industry. Oh, so, my gosh. You know, little things like that are what continuously just reaffirms my belief in it. And yeah. I would recommend that everyone get a birth chart reading. Even just there's little websites you can go on. Um, Cafe Astrology is a good okay. example. Um, there's another one called Astro Theme that's really good. And you can just pull it up for yourself. Okay. For a basic reading and uh-huh. start from there. Um, and then from there, I promise like it'll, it'll pull you in and you'll, you'll just want to know more and more, but you'll get sucked in. You will get sucked in. Yeah. And that, like I said, for me, there's just so many little confirmations that I've received in my readings that are just, they resonate with me for some people. And Understand there is like astrology is not a science. It's a spiritual belief system. Yes. Because yes, it's been course. disproven as a science many times. You yes. know what I mean? But it is a spiritual belief system. And I like to think of it as a roadmap, if you will, or a guide, a spiritual guide to huh. the energies in your life. That's how I like to think of a birth chart report. Yeah, I so. think that's great. So when you did, for instance, you met your partner at mm-hmm. when... It was all mapped out uh-huh. for you. Did you, I guess, map that part out and then be like, oh my gosh, this happened? Or, or- With some of the stuff, with Jordan, with meeting my partner, um, I want to say no. I met him after I had already studied that portion, but it was kind of years after. And so okay. uh, at 24 is when I kind of first started to get into that planetary period uh-huh. aspect of astrology. And then I met him at 28. But we, it's not like we sought each other out. I didn't seek him out. Right. He just randomly came into he my just, life. <laughs> Poof, there yeah. he was. Uh-huh. So, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Because I, when I've had readings mm-hmm. from, from my psychic taco, he's told me things. And I, I usually record all my readings yeah. so I can listen to him again if or when I want to. And there's been something she's told me over the years that, that haven't happened for, mm-hmm. you know, a few years later. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, ding, 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 ding. Oh, my gosh. She did tell me that, yeah. you know? So I was kind of wondering if that's kind of what you Oh, definitely. Because when I read my birth chart and saw that part, I mean, I could completely forgot about it when yeah, I okay, met Jordan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I wasn't <laughs> really thinking about it. Yeah. That happens all the time as well. So the, the bell goes off. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is yeah. what my chart says. And really, I didn't even realize that when I met him, it took me like, I would say like six months in is when I really thought about it and was like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and then you're freaked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I freak myself out. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, for sure. So how often would you say do you... Do you do your chart like for an update? Do you do it when you feel like you need some guidance? Yeah. Okay. So that's another thing I should probably explain. So a birth chart is where everything is at the time you were born. It's, it's It's imprinted. It's stamped. It's done, but it's done, Uh but there are transits in astrology. The the planets are always moving in the solar system. So depending on where they are, Mm-hmm. At any given point in time, the energies will change. Okay. You won't necessarily change, meaning your birth chart, uh-huh. but how the energies that are coming in will change. Okay. And so you can do what's called a transit reading, which oh. is what most people use. Like uh, a daily horoscope, most daily horoscopes okay, so- from astrologers are based on transits. 
Okay. Yeah. So your natal chart is like your life map, but the transits are the day-to-day of how those things are shifting. Okay. Um, And so, yeah, you can get a transit chart reading as often as you want. I would suggest starting with a birth chart reading. Yeah, for sure. So you have that foundation. And then once you get into that and understand that, then you can start to worry about the transits and how the planets are affecting you and the planetary periods and things of that nature. But I personally, I would say I look, look up my transits every, every few weeks. If something's going really well, Uh then I'll look it up just to be like, Ooh, I wonder what's going on. And if something's going bad as well, so I'll look it up and be like, what the hell is going on? You are know you what I mean? on your path? Or, yeah. yeah. Well, not necessarily am I on my path, but okay. just like, what are the planets doing that is like bringing some of these energies Affecting. into my life? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I get it. But normal, I'm not the type of person. I know some people who do it every day. I feel like that's a lot. Yeah. For me, I feel like that's a little obsessive and that kind of makes me anxious just to, and if not anxious, then bored. I'm just like, okay, like right, right. give it a couple of weeks and see where it's at. I know I have a basic picture because some planets move really quick and others move really slowly. So uh-huh. there's some things in your transit report that you'll look up that are, that won't change for like months. Uh-huh. And then other things that'll change every day. For instance, the moon switches, you know, switches, it rotate. its orbit is a lot quicker than anything else pretty much in our solar system so that one changes pretty constantly but anything else is kind of i don't know it stays the same for a few weeks at least okay yeah so you mentioned something about a hundred find me what you said a hundred there was a hundred different planets Oh no! Okay, so there's twelve I houses. I got I want to understand that better. So there's twelve houses, and there are. Let's see. I want to say there's seven planets, and okay, then seven. yeah, the Sun, the Moon, Mars, Mercury, Venus, Saturn, Jupiter, Pluto, and then there's also your rising, which is a point in the chart, and then um, there's what are called North nodes and South nodes, which are. Okay essentially destiny points um the south node represents your past lives the north node represents the north node kind of represents like the main purpose the main lesson that you came here to learn and reincarnation is a big part of vedic astrology oh essentially it's um the belief system is that you come here throughout different lifetimes to learn different lessons um Essentially from one sign to the end of the Zodiac. So Aries to Pisces, essentially. Pisces, Aries represents birth in astrology. Pisces represents moksha or liberation, spiritual, you know, the end Uh of the cycle. Uh And so reincarnation is a huge part of Vedic astrology just because essentially it's, that's the purpose of right. We come down here to learn, yeah, right uh-huh. lessons, and yeah. that's what I believe. Um, we reincarnate and we come here to learn different lessons, whatever that lesson might be, that lifetime. Yep, that's what I believe. Um, so you mentioned past life. Mm-hmm. Can someone like yourself do a past life? Yeah, uh, oh, I really, I personally don't delve too much into past life reading readings but there are basic things in your chart that have indications of your past lives and so yeah i don't i i know that there are people who specialize in past life stuff Uh i haven't gotten that far yet um just because i'm not 
too, too interested in it. But okay. I, I know people not even in the astrology field, but people who can do like, have you heard about those people who can do yeah. like past life readings yeah, my, and stuff? Taco, my psychic friend does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're going to probably do that as a, a subject and have her as a guest and talk about past life. Yeah. Um, I think that's, I think it's very interesting though. Just like, you know what I mean? What, uh-huh. what you could hear. Yeah. And how some of past lives that you might have had have caused fears in mm-hmm. your current life or how they can affect you, you know, yeah. in the life that you're living today. So I didn't know that that was a thing with astrology. Yeah. Uh, karma yeah. is also a very big yeah. part of it. Um, karmic indicators in the chart and certain things, certain placements in an astrology chart are indicators of previous karmas that you need to resolve or previous okay. good karmas okay. pretty much any I, w- I don't want to say good or bad but any uh-huh. uh challenging or really easy aspects in your chart are usually an indication of either some form of past unresolved karma or okay. good resolved karma that has manifested itself in a good way in your life so natural things that are you're naturally blessed with in other words and then challenges not everything but some challenges are indicators of things that you either did wrong in your past life Uh or yeah so wow i didn't i Wow, I'm learning so much today. That's, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, like I said, there's so many levels to natal astrology. Just, And that's why it fascinates me. It's just kind of an endless world of information that yeah. you can pull from. So interesting. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else you want to add? Um, I would like to recommend that everyone get a reading. Just okay. start with a basic birth chart reading, at least so you can understand your big three, which in astrology is your rising, your sun, and your moon. Okay. And then just go from there and explore it. And if it resonates, just continue on with it and see where it takes you. I promise it's such a helpful spiritual guide in this life. If you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, you know well, I, mean? I think we all need that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and that's another thing why it attracted me because when I was, when it when it came to me, when I needed it the most, uh-huh. I, I felt really lost. I mean, astrology is actually what propelled me to come out of the closet. Really? Yeah, because before, I didn't come out until I was 24. Uh-huh. And then once I started to get into astrology, it... There were certain things in my chart that were like, you need to, you need to be more authentic. Yeah, you need authentic, to be yeah. more open about who you really are and share, not be so guarded. And so that, and, and reading it, it, it kind of was like seeing my reflection and wow. that really pushed me to want to live a more authentic existence, uh-huh. you know, to want to be in line with my chart and the, and to receive the good rewards from this lifetime, you right. know what I mean? To not... I don't want to say waste a lifetime, but you know what I mean? To not be living in fear. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it'll have that impact for everyone, but yeah, (laughs) like definitely give it a chance and see where it'll take you. And if you have any questions, you specifically, or any of your listeners, you know, if they write in or anything like that, I'm more than happy to answer questions and more than happy to give readings, even if they're just basic readings. Yeah, we. I would love that. Yeah. I definitely. We're going to be scheduling something very I got soon. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. So if anybody out there's interested, uh, reach out to me, and I can definitely put you in touch with Icky. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that sounds like it, it, 
I'm so intrigued by it now after talking yeah. to you because, like you said, it's we all hear of the astrology mainstream stuff, but I just I had no idea. Yeah, that how it it's really in depth. Super in depth. I mean, you can you can see anything from like death to uh-huh. you know the most likely way that you're going to die around what time period. I mean, it, it's really really in depth. The farther or deeper into it you go, but if you're more of like a service level person, there's some of that in there for you too, you right, know, but right. I promise once you, <laughs> once you get into your basic natal chart, you will want to go deeper. Dive into it mm-hmm. more. That's incredible. That's awesome. All right. Well, if you don't have anything else you'd like to contribute. I don't think I do. Listen to Icky Rogers music on all music streaming platforms. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited for you. Thank you, Icky. I appreciate you being here. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you for taking time. Word. Um, uh, Yes. Please go listen to Icky Rogers on his uh, streaming platforms. And... Uh, we're going to be, How Do You Spirits, going to be on all the streaming platforms as well, hopefully very soon, and sending love to you all, and thank you for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye.